Welcome back to Formation, the College Girls Podcast. This is our second episode. I'm Katie Wells. I'm Belen Lambert. I'm Bronwyn Story. And I'm Shelby Hode. And last week we talked about women that we look up to, women that are inspirational to us in our lives, um, and also how we inspire each other. This week we are talking about women as a whole, women in society, the view of women, um, female representation, and kind of just a conversation on how we think about it, and let's just talk about it. So, who wants to start? So, last week, Katie, you mentioned the Bechdel test and how women representat- representation in movies is so based on how they can portray a man and how, like, women are there to have that conversation about a man and, like, everything is about a man. Like, we live in a man's world, and it's so sad. So, let's just talk about that. Um, you've studied that, so I'll let you... Yeah, so... Um, I'm a film minor. I was a film major at one point. Every now and then we talk about women representation in film, and you guys, it is so crazy. I think that we all, um, we're all aware of it to an extent, but it's kind of like in the back of our heads. Mm -hmm. It's like once you bring it up, you're like, yeah, obviously I know that, but like until you study it, you're like, wait, Mm -hmm. what the heck? Like, this is crazy, and like this is our reality, and like we are so desensitized to it, and it's not just in movies, like it's female representation in reality. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like how we're represented and how we're understood and how we're portrayed um, in real life. Like Mm -hmm. I think the Bechdel test is like a very like accurate parallel of what we actually live through. Um, I mean, think about how many times a day you talk about relationships with. Mm -hmm. I was actually going to mention that relationships. Um, I was talking to my mom the other day, um, about, like, a recent breakup I had, and she told me, she was like, Belen, like, you were such a strong woman with him, like, you were great for him, like, y'all looked so good together, all this and that, and I was like, what do you mean, like, like, my mom to me, she's, like, the strongest woman, like, Mm -hmm. she has raised her daughters, like, on her own, like, you know what I mean, like, I look up to her, but her saying that, like, I needed a man, and that I've changed now that I'm single, it's like, no, mom, like, I am I think, like, I've grown so much, and, like, I am so independent now, because I, like, I'm, I will admit, like, for five years, like, I relied on this man to give me so much, you know, and, like, we were getting, we were going to get engaged by the end of the year, so it's, like, I've had to pick up, pick myself up, and, like, truly figure out who I am and find my identity in myself and, like, what I bring to the table for myself, because at the end of the day, like, nobody's going to give that to you, but, like, growing up, that was our culture, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know how it is with y'all, like, in your families, but we're expected to get married and, like, have children and, like, stay at home. I feel like part of me growing up, like, I refused to ever cook. I refused to do (laughs) all these things that, like, women were supposed to do in our culture, and today it's, like, I, I don't feel like I ever need to go back and do these things, you know? So, like, growing up, my mom was always, like, a big advocate for everything that I wanted to do, but now that, like, I am an adult and, like, I make these decisions, it's, like, oh, like, you really do think I need a man, and that's kind of hard to grasp because we don't, you know? Yeah, and I think it's, too, just our culture in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do live in the South, and not only American culture, but I think Southern culture a lot talks about, you know, if you're not married by 25, you're an old maid. Um, But we are in this Southern Belle culture of 21, 22, 
so many of our friends are getting engaged and so married many. and babies mm-hmm. and things like that. And I remember and nothing wrong with that. And nothing wrong with that. That is amazing. Um, and there's nothing wrong with desiring that. But kind of like how you talked about one day, I was just randomly um, talking to my mom and she said, man, it's a good thing you're not married yet or engaged. And I said, why? And she said, because you don't know how to cook and you don't know how to do laundry, which first off, mom, yes, I do. So if you listen to this, I do know how to do laundry. (laughs) Um, But I was like, what do you mean? It's a good thing. And she's like, well, you would have to do your husband's laundry and, you know, cooking dinner. And my mom, kind of like you talked about, that's the strongest woman I know. Like she takes no crap from Mm -hmm. anyone. And so for her to say that, I was like, you know, my husband, number one, if this man is 22, he is living by himself. If he can't do his own laundry then and he can't cook his own dinner, I'm not going to marry him. I'm not going to marry him. Like, <laughs> he has to be, like, if I go to your apartment and it's a mess and you don't know how to clean, why am I going to put myself in a relationship with you? Well, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah, we as women and, you know, some of us may in the future be mothers and some of us may not. But, like, we have to also realize and kind of change the culture of, like, you have to raise men to be independent men. We talk so much about independent women, but like, got to talk about independent men. But anyway, so I was like, you know, mom, like I, I'm not going to marry somebody that, or be in a relationship that can't do their own stuff. Like that, that makes no sense. Yeah. I'm like, I've got a job. Like my plan is not get married, settle down, have babies, never go to work again. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be an independent woman and have my own bank account and be able to stand on my own two feet. And so I think now in our generation, that's kind of taking over. And the fact that we even have a conversation about it, like that's taking over the idea of you have to have a man to be strong. Cause mm-hmm. ha- as we talked about earlier, like our culture is so focused on a woman and a man. Like mm-hmm. it's not just a lot of times you don't hear just an independent woman um, just being talked about. Like it is so often focused on, on relationships. Yeah. And I like how you said that's our culture and how we've grown up. Because if you think about it, think about every Disney movie you've watched. Yeah. Like, there, there's always a princess and she has a prince and always. they live happily ever after and da 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 da. And it didn't occur to me until <laughs> Frozen came out. Yeah. And I went to see that and everyone made a big deal about it because she didn't end up with him. She picked her sister over the man. And everyone was like, well, this is nice that it's not the original and and as a kid I didn't think about that like mm-hmm. I just thought oh this is how every Disney movie is supposed to be but now looking back I'm like well, that's kind of ridiculous that Sleeping Beauty slept for however long until he came or like mm-hmm. just, they just waited hand and foot for a man to come instead of just getting up and being like Elsa and Anna I can't remember which one it was a long time ago and and it's weird that I'm comparing it to like little kid movies but like when you're growing no, that that's how yourself. you that's how you like, when you grow up watching it, you're like, this is how it's supposed to be. Instead yeah. of being like, that's the point. well, no, I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to, like, do my own thing. And yeah. it's just funny because I never realized it until I got older. And, like, now that I'm – I feel like I'm a very independent person. And I look back at the movies, I'm like, that's kind of funny. Like, I wish they would have made them differently. But, I mean, they're still good movies. But and I also think kind of how you brought up Frozen, I took gender communication. And that was the movie that I chose to kind of analyze. And so another awesome. another part of it is, like – she isn't, like, letting Hans go and rescue her sister. She's right. like, you stay here, take care of the king. And she tells it. him what to do. And she's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go deal with it. Like, she's in a full-length ball gown, trud- I mean, trudging through the snow. Because she's like, I'm going to go, like, find my sister and save my kingdom. And so, I love that we now are going to have a generation of women, of young girls that have seen Anna and Elsa and have seen Frozen. <laughs> and have seen movies like that where it's like, 
yeah, men are important. Like, they are. They're great. They're great. Love men. <laughs> but also, I he knew. Yeah, that, and I think yeah. that, I think what y'all were saying earlier about your mothers being strong, but they make these questionable comments. I think that that alone is just a, their condition to feel that way because that's just a generational divide yeah. for sure. But I will say, and Bronwyn, you kind of touched on this, you know, there's the Casey Musgraves song that says, if you ain't got two kids by 21, you're probably going to die alone. At least Mm -hmm. that's what tradition told you. And that's so true, especially in the South. And, you know, I think that it is definitely predominant in the South, but it's predominant in our whole society. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said earlier, how, like, your entire life, it's based on if you're single or if you're not. You're happy if you're... (laughs) If you're in a relationship, you're a loser. You're supposed to be upset if you're not. But yeah, if you're if you're single, then you're forever alone. There's this stigma that being single is the worst thing you can be on earth. And that's not just about women. Like that's on men too. And that's from the age of three to the age of eighty-three. Like that's all really humans are really focused on. Mm-hmm. And it's totally natural. Like that's, you know, human nature is to, to want to be with somebody. Yeah, is love and affection and you know, our sexual desires as animals at the end of the day, you know? And so that's totally normal. But I think as a society, we need to take a step back and say, hold on. And like, not Mm -hmm. even that I'm saying we need to focus on our careers, but like we're individual beings on this earth and like, let's focus on happiness. And, and maybe for some people that is their happiness is solely based in relationship topics and relationship things. But It shouldn't be. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And, like, relationships can go farther than romantic relationships. You know, like, your friendships and your family relationships and your relationship with yourself. Mm -hmm. I think people totally overlook that one. And, but especially there's pressure on women for sure because, you know, you have to find your husband. You, Mm -hmm. your wedding day. Like, guys don't. Think about that. (laughs) Most guys when they're younger aren't dreaming about their wedding. Like. Yeah. Little girls, that's like, I mean, I. I'm not little, but, like, I still have my Pinterest board for my wedding. Right, right, right. We all do. And that's fun. You know, there's an aspect of, like, fun to that. But then you, like I said, take a step step back and let's evaluate, what does that mean? Like, why do we all, like, why are we so obsessed with that stuff? And we're conditioned, I think, as women from it from the beginning because what Mm -hmm. is our first toy? It's a Barbie and Ken. Mm-hmm. And it's the Barbie dream house. Or a, a baby doll. Or a we're baby a doll. And we're a mom at three years old. Whereas yeah. men have rockets and trucks and, and cars. cars. And, and they get to, like, hammers. And they get to be these rough, like, Yeah, they get to work. build things. Yeah. And, and now we're so, you know, surprised that w- girls that in sixth grade, like, stop getting into the STEM field. Mm-hmm. Wonder why. Because we're we're conditioning them that has to be pink, you have to be mom, you can't be a rocket scientist, you can't be an engineer and be a woman, like, that's a man's job, and and now, obviously, Barbie is coming out with different ones now, thank goodness, mm-hmm. but we are conditioned to it from the beginning of when we get our first baby doll. Yeah, and I think that, you know, this can lead into a whole different conversation, um, quite frankly, the exact opposite conversation that we're having, but it goes um, directly into you know, gender and pink is for girls, blue is for boys. Mm -hmm. The same thing that we're saying about girls and how girls are raised is is the same with boys. You know, Mm -hmm. boys can't like pink. Yes, they can. And they can't be stay-at-home dads. Yeah, Yeah. they can't play with baby dolls. Yeah, they can, can, actually. They can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I vow to raise my boys and my girls the exact same way because Mm -hmm. I think, you know, I'm sure all of us have experienced – 
not to, no shade to all the boys out there, but <laughs> a lot of y'all have some emotional issues, like bad yeah. emotional issues, because you're taught and you're raised to not cry. Yeah. Yes. yes. That, and yeah. that right there, like, my little boys are going to cry their eyes out all the time because I'm going to let them. Yeah. I mean, my dad just right got, now. my dad just got a, a big diagnosis health-wise, and I had left and came back, and my mom said, you know, while while you're gone, he started sobbing. And I came back, he said, just randomly, he said, I'm sorry. And I was like, for what? He said, I, I cried while you were gone, and I'm supposed to be stronger than that. And I said, no, you're not. You're allowed to cry. That's like you're the, human. Yeah, you're human. Yeah. That, we have to change yeah. the stigma. I don't know who, who created the idea that crying equates to weakness. Yeah. Because it doesn't. Like no. you, A good cry is good. Like, I cry every all few the weeks, time. If you cry yeah. and regroup yourself, that's some of the strongest people I know. They're like, oh, yeah, like, I have mental breakdowns, like, every two weeks, but I do it, like, by myself, get over it, move on. Yeah. Because people who bottle things up explode. And so it's good to just But it goes back to how we are raised. Mm -hmm. Like, and, you know, I'm not – it's just, like, old-fashioned traditions Mm -hmm. of raising children and, like, what men are supposed to be and what women are supposed to be. So I'm not, like, you know, like I said, shading, like, our grandparents and stuff, but, like, because they didn't know any better. But, like, we need to change that, like – we need to raise our boys to be better and like mm-hmm. be independent and raise our girls to be like, it's okay to do what you want to do. Like I said, we are individuals on this journey of like, none of us really know like what on earth like life is. You know what I mean? We all have beliefs and things like that, but like we're all in this like deep desire to define what life is. Mm-hmm. And so what are all these definitions and limits that we're putting on ourselves? Finishing up the topic, I feel like we all have gone through and seen these things in our families, in our lives, whatever, even in our career. But the beautiful thing about this is, is that we are the ones who get to make that difference. Like we, like Katie, you said, we're going to raise our boys the same as we raise our girls. We're going to raise our girls the same as we raise our boys. Like they're going to be strong, independent human beings. And that's all they are at the end of the day. And then, like you said, like the movies, Disney, Mm -hmm. Elsa, Anna, like you see these girls who are now looking up to Mm -hmm. this this beautiful, powerful princess who is fighting for her kingdom. She's fighting for her sister. And she's like, she's like, boy, you stay home. Like, mm-hmm. Stay at home. And that's okay. And, like, for me, like, I'm ready to set that example for my sisters. Like, I have three little sisters. And they look up to me. And they look up to me so much. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Because I'm like, I can't make a bad decision. Like, I can't post this. Like, what are they going to think? Like, I can't say this. Like, I can't let my emotions out. But I can and they get to learn from me, you know? And I think, yeah, it doesn't just have to be our future children. Mm-hmm. Like, we can start today and, and change how we talk to our friends and our family and mm-hmm. um, just encourage someone randomly of just like, hey, you got this. You got this. Be, yeah. Do you? I think being real and being transparent and just, like, living as a human, like, not living as some restricted female or restricted male or just, like, the limits that and the labels that are placed on you, mm-hmm. like, you either are straight or you're gay or you're bi or you're female or you're male, you're white, you're black or you're whatever. And all of those definitely shape your experience, but like they don't define you. Like we're all humans. Like we're all literally just living here. So I think, you know, you said you don't want to post certain things and don't say things. And it's like, obviously there's some things you want to restrict them seeing, but like being real and being who you are is the most inspirational thing you Mm -hmm. can do for anyone. Like I think your parents, would be inspired if you just like lived who you want to be your friends your 
your little sisters. So I think it's important that you just live and you mm-hmm. just... And you are unapologetically who you are. Exactly. It's more exhausting to put a face on and like think yes. you have to be this perfect person. It's so much easier just to be yourself and just... Because I used to be one of those people I thought I had to please everyone and be a yes. certain way and do a certain thing. But then finally, once I got to college, I was like, this isn't all who I am. And so I started just doing what I like to do and like being my own person. And I mean, I sleep a lot better at night because yeah. I don't feel like I have to please everyone. And it's just, it's just so relieving not we're, having to do that. We're definitely taught to be selfless in this life, but there's nothing wrong with being selfish and not in the, there's a bad connotation with that word for sure. But but caring about it's yourself. your life like be selfish with it and yeah. be selfish with what you do and who you give your time and energy to for sure all right ladies let's get in formation <laughs> <laughs>